What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Hidden Hustler Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, and I hope you guys are all having an amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. I really, really appreciate your time, attention, and ears. If you guys are a new viewer, I really hope that in this collaboration, we bring you some, we bring you some value, um, and we just, uh, you know, teach you maybe something new that you haven't learned yet, or you haven't heard of, or broaden your uh, your knowledge on something, and or introduce you to something new. And if you're a returning subscriber, or returning viewer, returning listener to the podcast, to the episode, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I am very, very grateful for you giving me um, time, attention, and ears again, and allowing me to just be uh, in your car or in your ears. So, without further ado, my man Dominic, man, this is long overdue, bro. We've, Guys, you don't understand. We've been trying to do this for a fucking long minute. Like, it's been a long, long and then, time. And there's been some, like, oh man, yeah, Anchor was giving us problems, so we're, we're on Skype now. We made it work. I brought him on here. I wanted to have him on here. Uh, he had me, he did me the honor of having me on his podcast, so I wanted to bring him on here. My man Dominic, go ahead, introduce yourself, man. Give a quick synopsis on yourself, let you have the floor and you can go from there. We'll go from there. All right. Um, people, my name is Dominic Mack. Um, right now I'm serving in the United States Navy as an IT, Information okay. Systems Technician. Thank you very much for uh, the service, my mans. You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. Um, so, uh, yeah, so my everyday life from 9 to 5, uh, I deal in a – well, in my command, I'm an expeditionary, so I'm a technical IT, so I deal with radios and computers all day on boats and stuff. But as a side hustle, when I get off the clock, when I want to sit back and relax, well, it's not sit back and relax, and it's back to the grind. I'm also I'm a photographer on the side. Um, I have my own photography business. Uh, is called D Ramon Mac Photography. Um, I deal. I, well, I dabble a little bit in black and white. You know, I do portraits, uh, events, and I just love it, man. Um, along with that, alongside that, I also have my own podcast as well, as he's mentioned. Um, the name of my podcast is called The Entrepreneur Diaries, A Love Story and a Journey. And basically, I use my side hustle with my photography business. I use that as a way to show people and guide people on how to start up a business. So basically, from getting the paperwork done to showing the good, bad, and the ugly behind being an entrepreneur. Uh, I, I feel like everybody should at least know that side of the story. Everybody always seems to go towards the finish line you know they they want to go be at the finish line and see the all the glam glitz and all this glitter stuff but they really forget about the path you know from that starting line to that race you know when they're in the race and they going through all these potholes and through the force and you know different different obstacles they get through people need to see that people need to understand like all you know being an entrepreneur is not what it's cracked up to be when it comes, you know, when it is not the daily life to so the daily part of it, it takes a lot more in the mind. It takes more of the mindset on the daily basis than it does in the macro because you anybody yeah. can think in the year or two years. I feel what you're saying 100 percent. I agree with what you're saying, too, because it's again, it's it's nice to think for a couple days on the macro goal on how it's going to turn out and how it's going to be. But. After that, you need to put 365, 360, 300 or to 700-something days, 730 days, which is two years. That's how much time you need to put in for it to even come remotely close to, like, starting to get to that end goal that you want where you buy whatever you like, whatever the fuck you want to do. Whatever your end goal is, it's it's you're pretty much – you're wanting to capitalize that on the daily, the, the daily like, uh, actions it takes in order to get there. Is, is that is – that, Am I on the right path right there? Oh, yeah. And, right on, right on and, track, man. Right on track. And, um, and also, also, I have a question for you, and I hate to cut you mm-hmm. off, but I just have a question. It's about what you're talking about. What is – what what made – so I know now we know about, like, the why you're putting your content out. Or I'm sorry, like, you know, what you're talking about when you in, in the sense of when you're putting your content out at a macro, in the scheme of your macro content. But, like, what – made you want to do that like what made you want to sh- okay so like yeah you have an end goal and you want to get there as well but what made you want to share yours like what made you want to be like you know what like i i feel like i have a voice enough to where i could be like yo like i want to share mine is it because you wanted to just document so you can look back is it because uh xyz you know what i'm saying i don't know i'm just curious on what what co- what made you want to do this because everybody has a different reason why and I just, i'm just so curious on why yours is, why yours is yours well i i have two reasons um the first reason is, yeah, I want to one day look back, and, I, and not just for me, but for my son. Um, he hope he not be coming in the world in the next, I think, what week or so. So my wife is due with him with JJ Jonathan Jonathan Jordan Mac, um, and I want him to like see the progress of what I've done. You know, I want to I want him to realize that 
you know, I blood, sweat, and tears. I put blood, sweat, and tears into a business that I maybe, you know, I want him to have. Maybe if he wants to run it, maybe if he wants to run the multiple businesses that I have in the near, you know, the near future or whatever, you know, I want him to be able to understand that it didn't just start from me just saying, oh, I have an idea and bam, there it goes. It's successful. No, I want him to realize that I went through hell and hot water to get this up. And I want him to have that same mindset. I want him to learn that everything doesn't is not given to you. Sometimes you have to take it. Sometimes you have to earn it. Sometimes you have to like, and I had a conversation the day about this um, with my barber, matter of fact, uh, you have to do some wrong to make things right. You know what I'm nice. saying? It, it, it just is a lot of things that you have to do to get to where you want to be, to be successful. So I nice. want him to know that. And I want him to realize that. And my second reason would be um, my mom used to own a fish market. Well, she owned her first, her, her, her first business, her first ever business was uh, making jewelry. And I used to help her with that. And it was successful until she kind of like fell off the wayside with it. You know, she really didn't keep up with it and everything. Um, driving back and forth to the market, that was like a 45 to an hour minute, an hour drive, 45 minutes to an hour drive wow. from where we live in South Carolina. And it took like every weekend, like every, I mean, she'd get off of work and literally from Friday to Sunday, we'll be out there, you know? And it kind of took a toll on her. And then that's when she went and kind of, like dwindled in the fish market um the yeah the fish market um circuit or whatever or whatever you call it right. and he she loved it she loved cooking she loved being there for the community especially when we have our big events like camp meeting you know we have everybody in the community come together and they go to her to buy fish and everything but the one thing that kind of like made her like her downfall in her business was the marketing and me being young and at the time Facebook was just popping out and all that stuff. And I didn't, I, I kind of regret, like I put all the weight on me. Like I, I even talked to my mom to this day about it. Like I blame myself for not having the mindset of saying, oh, wow, we can make flyers. We can make business cards. We can put this in the paper. We can put this on Facebook. We have people on Facebook that follow us. We could put it on there. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's my other reason. Like a lot of people, a lot of businesses fail because they, don't market themselves out or people just Lack don't know about them. Lack of awareness. Yeah. And 100%. that's, and that's, that's, yeah, that's my second reason. Like that, that really kind of hit home. Like okay, I really yeah. want to have my business to grow. And I, and I want to show my mom, like I tell, tell my mom to this day, do a business. If you want to do something, do it. Because I told her in the get go, I said, one of my goals I have set for myself is I want to buy a franchise. And once I buy that franchise, I'm giving it to her. That's what right. I want to do. And I told her, when that time comes, I need you in the right mindset. So when I buy this franchise, I mean, I'm giving it to you. You know how to run it. Right. With no questions asked, you know. So it's, it's showing my son, my future son, like, yo, this is what you need to do. This is how you grind. And if you want to start something on your own, go ahead. If you want to continue the legacy, I just want to have a legacy for him. And then for my mom. With, like I said, it's, it's a little bit of regret because I blame myself for her business is not flourishing because my young mind didn't think of what was going on. What, I, I didn't have self-awareness at the time. Right. You know, and I kind of regret that. Even though I was still young, I still regret that because I could have really helped my mom's business flourish, you know. Right. So that's right. my reasons. I understand. I understand. And I like the from the first reason, I like that you, you want to show your son a lot because it's just a byproduct. Of, what you're going to create, bro, is a byproduct of consistency, head down focus and just straight hard work ethic. And and when you get to show your son that it's going to hit him and resonate with him, just like when I don't know, like when you grow up and you see your parents work all the time, when I was growing up, my grandparents worked all the time. Like even then, even though they were retired, like my grandpa was still doing stuff on the side. Like, you know what I'm saying? I always watched work happen. My mom always had two jobs growing up. So like working is not foreign to me. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. when you put that in front of your son, it's not going to look foreign to him. And he's going to be like, all right, bet pops worked his ass off to get where he's at. Fine. Bet I'm going to get, I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to get to where he's at, where I want to be. Then we can both be on our own playing field like it's just a it's just a really good fucking leading by example i fucking love it man because um it's it's 
I didn't. I don't think about that as much. And you give me that perspective. Um, and like I, I, I don't know. I just don't think about when my kids are gonna see all the content I put out on Instagram and things like that. Uh, and it's just, it's just wild to me that, um, that that's what your, that's what, you, that's your perspective is leading by example and showing your son that. It's really, um, really interesting to me, and it makes me think a little differently now on. Uh, all the content I've put out, and like, and not think differently in a bad way, but I'm just like, wow, yeah, I'm happy my my I'm happy my son or daughter is gonna see that I put this stuff out. Like, they're gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna I want to make that stuff what they are too. So like, that's very very I'm I'm very grateful. Thank you very much for that for that like perspective. Uh, and another thing I want to ask you, bro, on top of that, that is segueing from um, this trait of consistency that you're showing. I wanted to ask you, what is a what is a trait that you think are a hundred percent like you need in order to be successful when it comes to being an entrepreneur in general? Like, what do you think is necessary? Well, you 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 hit the nail on the head when you said uh, self awareness. Like, you really need to know who you are and what you're good at. You need to know your strengths. And you need to play by those scripts. You know, mm-hmm. you can't just you can't focus on like I'm gonna tell you, for example, when my, my weakness, my weakness is with writing, writing and reading. I used I, I, I'm starting to read books more now. But I, in the beginning, I used to hate reading. I used to hate reading. I used to hate writing, man. Oh, my God. I, even though I made A's and B's in classes still, it was just the reason why I made those grades is because I want to get the fuck out of this class. You know, I, right. I don't want to be in this class anymore, you know. So like. With that being said, when I write my content, when I do all that, I know I talk a lot. That's my strength. I know I talk a lot. I love to talk. So right. most of my stuff, I record and do um, voice to text, you know? So I talk my stuff. I talk my content into my phone, you know? So I, I feel like people need to be self-aware. Use those strengths, and then you can manipulate those strengths to work out your weaknesses. Now your weaknesses can be your strengths. You get what I'm saying? So like, yes. like I said, with writing... I don't have to write no more. I can just say it and it's written out. I know the basics of putting periods and, uh, you know, the grammar and the text, you know, technical stuff behind writing. I know that. So the only thing I have to do is just put in periods and commas and I'm good to go. Just read it over in my head, read it over to myself again, and I publish it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one good thing. So, um, as an entrepreneur, you need to have self-awareness. Another thing uh, I, I believe in is, and I, I say it on my podcast a lot. Like I, I, I really repeat this shit over and over is consistency, like being consistent, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest, man. Like this past, you know, I had a death in the family this past week and a lot of things going on, um, especially with my wife um, having our first child and everything, just trying to get my personal life and my business straight, you know, straight and narrow. I have been consistent with my stuff. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I, people that see my content on my Instagram and Snapchat, you know, I went from doing a month straight almost, and then all of a sudden, you know, I kind of stopped because of those things. So, um, just with be consistent on what you're doing. Um, try not to let the stuff outside hinder what hinder you from what you need to do. Um, for yourself, you know, and I'm not talking about as a, I'm talking as an entrepreneur, and I'm also t- talking about personally. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have goals already set, you know, you're gonna have downfalls, you're gonna have stuff that's gonna be in your way, but try to find ways to like get over it and go, and don't break the concentration. Don't be don't be inconsistent. Like, please keep on going, keep on trucking, because I do regret not, you know. People people tell me like, yo, like you have death in the family. I understand that. I like I realize that. But I take that death as a celebration. That person has, doesn't have to suffer no more. Yeah. So I don't need to sit here and moan and groan and everything. You know, I celebrate as happy. So in my mind, that person is a better place now. And that puts me in a better mindset of saying, okay, I can continue doing what I need to do. Because I know this person is not suffering no more, you know? So yeah, looking at it that way. Wow. Yeah. It's just having your mindset, like putting your like training your mind to think a certain way. You know, and that also that that comes off that stems off of being consistent as well. When you need to be stay on the straight and narrow, or you need to stay on your path, you need to find ways when stuff comes your way. You need to find different um, what what I uh, uh, different tools in your tool bag to help you deal with that certain problem, so you don't have to come off that path. You may have to take a detour, but at least you're going the same direction, and you still go into that end goal. You know. 
Right. So I believe that's another thing, another trait a uh, person as trying to be an entrepreneur, as trying to be a successful entrepreneur should have. And um, one more thing I would say, uh, don't be entitled. That's one big thing I feel that especially my generation and younger generations now are dealing with right now because I've been reading the book called by Mark Manson, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm, I've heard a lot and about this he, book. I haven't read it, he, but I've heard a lot about it. Oh, it's a real good book, man. And I, I just, uh, I was reading, I, I just finished reading chapter three last night. I kind of, like I said, being consistent, um, I was trying to read like a chapter a night, but then, you know, like I said, stuff happened and I let that get in the way of everything. But I picked the book up last night and I continue reading it. And he was talking about uh, being special, you know. He was like, for example, if somebody sit there and tell you to be extraordinary, you know, and the same person tell the person next to you be extraordinary. When you tell that other person to be extraordinary and you have been told to be extraordinary, ain't, I mean, does that put y'all in the same field? Y'all on the same level? So now y'all ordinary. You get what I'm saying? So if you tell everybody, yeah, so if you tell everybody the same thing, they're going to be on the same level. Therefore, they're ordinary. So he was like, don't, don't be, like he was literally said out loud. He's like, don't be special. Like you're not special. Your life is going to be boring at times. You're going to have times in your life where it's going to be, it's not going to be all funny, you know, like, it's going to be, it's not going to be a byproduct of the hard work and all the, of all the fucking fruits of the labor all the time or not even just that either too. But yeah, I just understand what you're saying. That's not always going to be busy. You go in here, go in there, business trip here, fucking flight here, fucking car ride, Uber ride here to go there to do this fucking meeting. Yeah. It ain't going to always be that. It's going to be some nights where you're home or you just, you know, you're chilling at the crib and you got stuff to do at the house to take care of. I feel you. It's not always going to be what you, what you think it is. Yeah. And I, and I believe people are kind of losing that, like they're losing their stuff in that because, oh, they see on TV, oh, we got to be like this. We have to be like this. We have to do this. And I'm like, it's not going to happen all the time. You're going to have the mundane, you know? And he also says with that, when you have that mindset, when you have it saying to yourself, you're not special because the same person is doing the same thing. Either they did the same thing, they're doing the same thing, or they are going to do the same thing as you're doing, you know? Only thing you need to do is do basically be yourself, do your do your own thing, right? Do your own thing, taking the taking the fact that life is gonna be born, you're gonna have your born moments, but utilize those born moments and saying, okay, I'm gonna better myself. Instead of saying I'm gonna be extraordinary. No, just better yourself in whatever ordinary lifestyle you have. If you don't wanna see yourself in that picture, if you don't wanna be waking up nine to five doing the same thing over and over then, over and over again. Then make a change, you know, make a change to that, you know, it's it's like it's kind of mind blowing how he like explains stuff like that. I I feel I really I feel like people really need to read this book. I really like I highly suggest somebody like anybody on this podcast, my podcast, anywhere that hears this, get Mark Manson's subtle art of not giving a fuck. It opens your mind about so many different things and put in in it. You see life in a different perspective. But back back to the topic. I, those um t- those um key uh key points you know i feel like me personally those should be taken in as an entrepreneur like those should be taken like strong like actual words of wisdom like put that in your everyday life basically so mm. those are my you know tips on it okay okay i understand i i agree with what you're saying uh and i like i i ask because yeah everybody's traits everybody has different perspectives on traits and why they are necessary and and what the call for them is um and you know i just like to see all the different ones that come up and people and why they choose them and uh yeah it was, that was very interesting and i'm i agree with i agree with what you're saying on all your traits i'm i don't have to reiterate you know you said them all very well and like you've hit the nail on the hammer with them and why they're very important um and also i do this because you know i ask this question too for the audience because you know i want to make sure that you know they want to i want that to give them different stuff every time too so like hearing your perspective is different than anybody else's you are unique in your like in your own in your own simply just because you're you and like you have a different perspective than everybody else so i'm like all right bet like i want to i want to i want to see what you think of these topics because we're all we're at the same we're as entrepreneurs like the goals are all the same right it's all about what makes up 
a quality what qualities make up the person to then achieve that goal as, as that in that category of being an entrepreneur you know what i'm saying and it requires mm-hmm. certain traits and i just uh, yeah it's nice I, I i thank you very much for opening my perspective on that i appreciate that a lot um for real um and one thing i want to ask you to um going into more into like entrepreneurial and like hitting uh hitting getting off of traits but still in business um what what was one thing when you for for right now for instance photography right have you hit a mm-hmm. point where you're like where you did something where you try you implemented on a new a knowledge that you learned you executed on a new tactic you hit a new uh st- like you you know you just executed on a different strategy that you know you tried what was that one thing that has helped you scale in business um, maybe it was personal. Maybe it was something that happened in your personal life. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I don't know. It could have been anything. But what's that one thing that really helps you scale in now in like your knowledge of business and helped you when you implemented that knowledge? Like how did it help you scale? And like where did you go from? And like you know how did that how did that affect you? Well, uh, my my a friend of mine, um, he he probably had a big impact on like in the beginning like me just scaling my business to where it is now and um it was a couple aspects so like my friend a friend of mine he put me into looking at doing social media marketing was my first business and it like I said having that self-awareness I didn't really care for it at the time like I it was interesting to me how they use social media as a way of marketing so that grabbed my attention but I wasn't interested in doing it for another business and you know I found and that's basically how I found my way into photography because I love taking pictures I start like oh wow like just taking pictures of my phone I love like editing and everything like that and that's when I got into it so I think the one thing that kind of made my business flourish was learning um, how to market my business and that was like I told you before that was one of the reasons why I started the business because the lack of marketing my mom had in her business so that really helped me like scale my business and and you know i said excuse me but scaling my business through marketing like i said led me to you know talking with you introducing me to you and everything and other people as well in the you know photography realm uh and people just you know just full out entrepreneurs right and you know that was one way how my business flourished and another way was um so Matter of fact, I had a photo. Uh, well, I had a photo shoot. What it was Saturday. I had a photo shoot Saturday. Um, a friend. So a friend of mine. I was. I asked him. I'm like, Yo, can you be a model for me real quick? I really want to like hone on hone on my skills. Like you know, keep my skills sharp. Cause I I didn't touch my camera for damn near two weeks, dealing with all the stuff I was dealing with. And I was like, Yo, I have to pick up my camera. I have to get my camera, man. I have to do something. So I got. I reached out to this uh, gaming lounge. Because I always wanted to do a uh, photo shoot in an arcade or some kind of lounge, some kind of gaming lounge, like with a lot of, you know, TVs, like, you know, because it's like a lot of bright lights, neon lights and stuff. So I'm like, oh, word, I would love to get in touch with this person. Right. So I did and everything. And this really kind of increased my business on the creative side. So I get to the business and, you know, I'm setting everything up. I already talked to the manager. He's like, oh, yes, yeah, we, you know, the terms of shouting each other out on Instagram and everything. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I, I start setting up my stuff, and all of a sudden, as soon as I put my camera tripod and hit the on switch, the shit went on and went off. And I was like, what's going on? So I I turned it on again, come to find out my battery pack was dead. I was like, oh, shit. And my, my, my homeboy, he was like, yo, what's going on? I was like, yo, my battery pack is dead. And he was like, yo, where's the other one? So I was looking for the other one, and I was like, don't tell me I left the other one on the bed. And I and I looked through all my bags, everything, my pockets, everything, my truck, and it was gone. It was not there. So I was like, shit, what I'm going to do? do, what I'm going to yeah. do. Oh, say that again? I said, well, yeah, what did you do? What was you going to do? Oh, so I had my cell phone. So I had my Galaxy Note 9. Thank God when I got the phone, I actually went through the specs of the camera. Because the camera has the same exact like features as you would when you have a regular Canon camera, like a a, D, a, DS, a DSLR camera, yeah. right? 
So it has the f stops, it has the aperture, it has um the sh- all that shit, shutter speed and everything, right? So I I told my homeboy, I'm like, yo, I'm about to shoot on the on the camera on the camera phone. He busts out laughing. Hmm. He said, "Bo, are you serious right now?" I was like, "I'm dead ass serious. Like I'm not about to drive back to back, back to my barracks, a 20 minute drive. I'm not driving back to come back. That's 40 minutes wasted. No, I, I'm already here. I'm already set up. Might might as well." So I went, took my camera phone, and I started snapping. Like, when in doubt, shoot it out. Like, I just went on ahead and shot the um, the I did the photo shoot with the camera phone. When we got finished, my homeboy said, "Yo, are you serious? This came from your phone?" And I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah." And like, as of right now, I have it posted on my Instagram now, and I have my um, I'm starting to do a blog now, a photography blog now, my new website that's um up. I don't know if I can. Can I shout it out on my yeah, website? Ahead, I don't know. Of course. Uh, my website is www.dramonmac.com. Um, I have everything from my photography, um, just everything. Um, and I'm also starting a blog with all my sessions that I do, um, my mini sessions and then my professional sessions and everything. So check it out. The name, the title of the blog is Shot. Um, when in doubt, shoot it out. That's the name of the blog for today. But yeah, yeah I'm going to plug, I, it, in. I'm plug I, it in the description for you guys as well. And yo, when I took those pictures, he was like, yo, this is, bro, you're a photographer. Mm-hmm. That, he basically said, he said, you're a photographer. I told him, I said, yo, does these shits can't come out good? I'm, I'm, I'm destined to be a photographer. And it came out, I went, I didn't have, I didn't even have to edit them so much. I only tweaked them maybe the brightness, the exposure. And the brightness, and that's it. And that's I said it, to myself, man. I'm a photographer. I'm staying at the photo- I'm, I'm, bam, this this is my, nope, my awareness led me to this. I'm a photographer now. If I could shoot off a phone and it comes out just like it came off of my Canon camera, I'm good. I'm not going nowhere else. So, well, not only that, that, but I feel like you didn't even have, I feel like if you weren't a photographer, you wouldn't have even wanted to shoot. You'd be like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I'm just going to go crib now. Like, fuck, I'm done. Like, I, I don't got my camera. So sorry. Like, but now you made it happen too. Like, for, a, a roof driver wouldn't have even made it like that far. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would have just went home after that fact because they were like, yeah, fuck this. Like, I don't have my camera. You know what I'm saying? You made it work. And on top of that, it came out fire. And you're like, fuck it. It was all on impulse and all on gut. And you were like, dude, I ain't wasting time. Ugh, that's dope, dude keep going though i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i just oh, had to no. say that oh no that's good man um but yeah man like that's one thing that boosted my well first of all boosts my confidence as a photographer and it also boosts my creative creativity because it's it's to me if you can't shoot on anything that they give you i mean anything i mean from a cell phone to the most expensive ass camera you can get i believe you're not a photographer you know, and me just shooting, shooting, doing a photo shoot with just my phone and a phone and uh, oh, my soft light, my soft light. That's it. My soft right. light dome. That was it. That's the only thing I had. The only two things I had my cell phone and my soft light dome. I shot everything off that one thing, man, everything off those two. And it was just, wow, like I'm destined to be a photographer. So. You know, my homeboy helping me with marketing, that kind of boosts my um, my business as, like, exposure-wise, like, getting to know people around, you know, Virginia and North Carolina, you know, through photography. And also, um, another friend of mine, his wife, is uh, she's a blogger as well. She does stuff for um, spouses, uh, military spouses. So she actually has her own um, online college. Like, she runs an online college, and her spouse, like, yeah, man, and like the spouses from you know Navy, Army, Marines, any um branch, they go through her to get classes like marketing classes, um, how to uh pro- do project management stuff like that. So she kind of helped me out and exposed me to groups, photography groups on Facebook. Nice. So now I'm I'm, I'm nice. a part of a lot of Facebook groups now with photography and everything, and it gets me on on Facebook because I I barely be on Facebook. I'll post, but I barely be on there. So now. It gets me to travel Facebook even more and talk to people more and get to know people more um, in the photography world. Yeah, so Facebook's underrated as fuck when it comes to groups, man. Oh yeah, man. Like it's a, it's I. It blew my mind how many people like one point two k, sixty two k. I'm like, yo, like these groups, what? And oh, the post was like last 
last hour was a post. They posted yeah, they one hour to... ago. Yeah, man. So like she kind of she exposed you know exposed me to that. My homeboy exposed me to marketing myself, right. and then I went through the you know the trial and tribulation of just a, a phone, just a camera phone as my my equipment. You know, made it happen. And that that's yeah, made it happen, man. That kind of boosts my my business overall in creative side and on the business side. Like it boosts me up real good. good impact. It was a good impact. Wow. Okay. I I seen your. I think I seen it right before we hopped on here. Um, it was your post with uh, that you said you shot on your phone. Um, I seen that post. I didn't get to. I didn't go through it all, but I seen the first picture, and it was you got into black and whites, right? That was black. It was a black and white picture, correct? No, this one. Um, I just I probably put it up like a maybe an hour ago. Um, the recent one I did was um, I did it off my phone. Matter of fact, I did it off my camera phone, and it was um when we were doing training it was one of the um the humbees that we work on mm-hmm. and i just i just literally just shot it like i just like you know i'm bored i was bored at work we wasn't that's doing stuff nothing that no so one I else just... could get around to shit like that's some shit like yeah, that man. no one else has access to you know what i'm saying <laughs> like that you can make some good pictures out of that because there's not a lot of people who have the time who could literally just sit there in the freedom to be like oh i'm just gonna take some pics of this real quick you know what i'm saying i'm just gonna shoot this real quick no one else can get some shots of this like it's real cool and like your own style no shit. That's what I would. That's how I imagine it. Now that you just got me thinking, you got my mind jogging, and that's how I would. I would picture it. That's my mindset on like how you would be like if I was you there. I'd be like, all right, bet I'm shooting this shit because ain't nobody else getting this type of content. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Who's gonna be next to a Hilo? Yeah, for, like, yeah. Like that's a big what ass I'm, Hilo, man. Like, that's come what I'm saying. On, bro. That's what I'm saying. Another dude. <laughs> For real, no one, not a lot of people, man. Uh, one thing that I, one thing that I noticed, uh, I remembered, and you said it at the beginning of the of the podcast was you. You were very specific. It stood out to me. You were very specific on what type of photographer you said you were. You said you were black and white, and you went into details on on some other terms that I'm not familiar with because I'm not in the photography game. Um, but what, like, how did you get to like knowing you're so specific? Because when you hear the reason why this stands out to me and an audience could probably resonate with this. Um, the reason why like that stands out to me is because when you hear someone and you ask them what their occupation is and say, oh, I'm a, I'm a photographer and they'll be like, Oh, okay. And like, and then like, I have to further the question like, okay, what kind of photographer are you? Are you, do you shoot weddings? Do you like, do you do like, f- like family photos? Like what kind of, like you were very, very specific on like what type of photographer you were. How did you get to that point? Uh, well, my wife. So, uh, my wife, um, she's been in the game with makeup for like nine years. Mm-hmm. So she didn't, she dealt with being with photographers. Like she didn't see behind the scenes, how they set up, what they do, um, perfect venues. Insight. Huh? I said that's perfect insight. Oh yeah, man. Like she knows, she has great knowledge on like how they set up, how they choose venues. How they how they do their price guides, you know stuff like that. How they price their um their work and everything. So being talking with her and everything, and then her, she, you know, she follows me on my Instagram, and she's like, you know, she's basically analyzes my Instagram at times and tells me what I need to work on, what I need to show. And she she saw that I like doing like taking um, details of face. I love okay. the details in people's faces. I don't. I mean, I'm good at editing faces, Photoshop, Lightroom. I'm I'm a damn near magician when it comes to that shit now. Like I didn't taught myself so much that I'm a magician now. I can do it. I can edit a photo in an hour now. It took uh, me three hours to do one photo. I could do it in an hour now. Yeah, that's, but, that's from that's from the that's from working on your craft, my man. Yeah, man. I mean, fuck your head hurting looking at a damn computer screen all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I feel you. But um. Just talking with her and her, like, she's just analyzing my stuff. She said, so you love doing portraits, right? And I'm like, yeah, you could say that. She said, well, you're taking a lot of pictures of people. Like, I took pictures of my grandfather, my brother, my aunt, uncle, my grandmother, you know, stuff like that. And it was during Thanksgiving. She was like, you know what? You If you like that or whatever, then, you know, focus on portraits. Focus on people's faces, you know, stuff like that. So I did. So I started focusing on portrait photography. The black and white came in with... Uh, uh, it came in kind of like before she started analyzing my stuff because the black and white, it, it, it has a deeper meaning to me. Like when you see black and white photo- photos, when you see black and white portraits, photos, landscapes and stuff like that, you think of it as just how simple life can be. You know, mm-hmm. life is black and white, but in that middle is gray. 
And that's how life is. Either you're right, you're wrong, but in that middle, it's, it's the exception mm-hmm. to the rule. And that's how I think of, of life through, through my camera. I think of life as that. When I'm behind that camera, I think nothing but the high, the contra- high contrast, uh, blacks and shadows, and what's in that middle, that gray I can manipulate. Can I manipulate that gray to, you know, give me more light, to give me more darkness, to give me high contrast, to give me more shadows, to give me more blacks in my photo, you know, stuff like that. And that's that's I just see myself see myself as a photographer when it comes to black and white, you know. I just I uh, wow. the simplicity, you know, it's just simplicity behind it. And then all you know, as I start getting more and more into it, then I start um, researching other photographers. And one photographer that stood out to me was called his name is Lee Jeffries. He's a uh, London uh, photographer, and his his photography is based on like deep detail faces. Like just oh, okay. no, like he edits, but it it's not to a point to where you don't take the to take the meaning out of the face, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's all black and white, you know, black white, like kind of like a grunge, almost like a grungy look to it, you know. And the reason why I like his art so much or his photos so much is because the, how he explained himself when he first started, he was I think he was in Britain somewhere in Britain somewhere in Europe. I forgot the name. I think it was Britain. And he was going to do a triathlon or marathon. He was going to do a, a 30, a 15K marathon or something like that. And he had his camera one day and he was just shooting. And he saw this woman across the street, this homeless woman across the street sitting on the bench. And he was just shooting her from a distance. The lady saw him and started cussing him out in public. And when he, you know, he was embarrassed and he's like, yo, I can't just shoot this woman and not explain to her why I did it. So he went over there and talked to the home. It was a homeless lady. He mm-hmm. talked to the homeless lady and the lady explained her story. And from that point on, he dedicated his life, his work to just taking pictures of homeless people and letting them tell their story behind it, you know? And then I, some of his proceeds go to homeless shelters and stuff. But he always says, he always, before he does, before and after he does his uh, photo shoot with the homeless, he sits down and he talks with them have like mm. an hour long conversation with them just to know their life, their lifestyle, their background story, you know? And that's kind of led, that led me more into being with the black and whites. But then after that, um, then I started realizing, okay, I'm good with this. I'm good with portraits. I would love to do what my wife is doing, not what she's doing, but what she's a part of, which is glam shots. I love doing like taking pictures of models, especially with makeup and stuff, because I'm good with Photoshop. I'm good with editing and everything, making the skin look soft and everything. So that's another thing I want to do. So with my portraits and along with my black and whites, I also want to do glam shots. I also want to do senior uh, photos, senior portraits. I also want to do family portraits and stuff like that. You know, so I mean, that's how I got into detail with it. It's just because of her opening my mind to different parts of photography and me researching and then me actually going out there and then shooting. And then I'm like, oh, this is what they call it. OK, this is what they call this. And that's when I got more into detail of what I'm doing. I'm slowly getting into wedding photography, but um, I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers. I have a, a dude I met off on Facebook. Shout out to Ariel. His name is Ariel 7 Photog- Photography. Ariel 7 Photography out of North Carolina. And he's great with, he, he's the master of aerial photography. Like he's a master with just shooting stuff from up in the sky, a master at it, right? And then he started getting into doing portraits. Reached out to him one day. We started talking and everything like that. And he was like, yo, how about this? How about in later March, you can join me and, and be my second cameraman and we can do a wedding sh- a wedding shoot together. And I was like, oh, word. And now, and that's that's when I'm like, okay, cool. Now I can, once I have that under my belt, then I can add that into my repertoire. So. Right, right. Add it under your, add it under your little, uh, yeah, like you said, repertoire. That's dope. I like that, dude. And then that that was all from Facebook, right? Like that. No, nah, that all... was on Instagram. That was Instagram. That was, but but it was, did it start? It didn't start on Facebook. You said it started on Instagram. Is it my my photographer started on Instagram? Like I had no idea. No, just, everything wow. just off Instagram, and then I slowly started manipulating into Facebook now. So I have like uh, my own fan page now, which I'm still working on. I still need to uh, kind of work on it a little bit. Cause it's based off my LLC, not my photography business. Right. So my LLC is all my ventures into one. That's why I want to put all my ventures under. So I need to make a fan page for just my photography stuff. So, but yeah, everything started off Instagram. 
Wow, wow. Speaking yeah. of speaking of socials and, and hopping hopping off, like off that and onto socials, you you know I have this. I've been wondering this now because I, especially because we've talked multiple times and like I social media has like been a real big part of your entrepreneurial experience. Like, dude, do you you see social media marketing in the future or no? Uh, I mean, like I said I tried it before in the beginning. I I may go back to it. I really want to master it myself with my business. So I still have like, I'm, I'm grateful that I still have the knowledge that I learned from it. Like I right. still know the apps to use, the programs to use, keywords, SEO, um, backlinks. And the majority of the stuff is going back to when I used to make websites as well. So mm-hmm. half of the stuff is, you know, it's, it's easy to me. It's easy for me to understand because I learned how to be a UI designer and a UX designer. For those that didn't, that don't know, I think, oh, a UI designer is somebody that's just based on the functionality of a website. A UX designer is based, somebody based on the how it looks, basically the design of how it looks. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't dabble in both the functionality and the design of it. So it's I and I kind of see why now people would do one or the other because. It takes a lot of hours. It takes a lot of like um, planning right. out and just sitting there writing it down, drawing it out of how you want to want it to function. And mm. then another like another like bunch of hours to sit there and just learning how to design it, you know. So it kind of like that social media marketing kind of helped me. Well, it didn't help me, but I already knew the website learning the websites, how to design websites helped me learn social media marketing more. So I kind of want to master it myself now in my business, and then if I master it on my my on my behalf, like if I master it on mine, then I I can see myself doing another venture like that. But that's the so you're gonna pick road. yourself on it first, yeah. You're gonna pick yourself, master it with yourself, and then you're gonna then you'll jump off to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you want, if you feel like it. Okay, I understand. I was just I'm curious because uh, yeah, you would you, we've we've talked about it a lot, and, uh, and social media keeps coming up as well. Uh, a lot of has a lot a lot has been going on with you. Uh, for you through social media. So that's why I, I ask. It's played such a pretty big role. What are you going to do with it in the future? And if you're going to make some moves on there and try and start something up. But I like your thought process, you know, starting it for yourself, doing it for yourself, and then going to um, then going to do it for another business and company. I agree. I agree 100%. And, and another question, how we end this, how we end every podcast is, mm-hmm. uh, is I am going to ask you your one word to describe entrepreneurship and then you can explain why you use that word. Um, but you have one word to describe entrepreneur. It's usually like people usually do traits or, qual- or quality. So like one, but you can do whatever you want, like one word. What is it and why? Hmm. Do you want to know, first off question, do you want to know the two that were already stated that were from previous guests? Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me, yeah. Let me, what else? Yeah. Let me hear. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me hear those. Let me, let me get those right quick. Um, yeah. Okay. So first one was passion, and the second one was authenticity. Damn. So, yeah, I know those are both surprise the fuck out of me. Damn. I ain't gonna cap. <laughs> that, those are. I know that's what I'm saying. Oh fuck, man. Oh my god. If I could sum this up, I said practicality. Okay, damn, that's a really good one. Holy shit. Because that is... Oh, man, that's good as fuck. I didn't think of that one either. See what I'm saying? God damn. I'm glad, yo. I'm glad I asked this question. I write all these down for a reason, too. I just gave you wrote down in the notebook. Passion, authenticity, and practicality. Practicality is so fucking real, bro. Oh, my God. Yo, like, some people will come to me and they'll try to use my... like. They'll try to do what I'm doing, and I'm like, well, if, is it, if it's practical for you, then do it. But, like, if it's not practical for your situation, then please, for the love of God, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, please do not dump all your money into this shit if you, if you have, like, rent to pay and stuff. Like, let's be practical here. Let's save some bread just in case some shit happens. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, God damn, yeah. this shit... I don't know. I don't want to be the reason you lose your home because you just decide to say fuck it like Andrew and fucking throw all your money and credit cards into this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't want that. And uh, I well, fuck. Damn, I'm so glad you said that. Why did you pick that one, man? Jesus. Because. Uh, what sparked you that it, in your mind? 
a conversation I had uh, my grandmother, man. And I like these type yeah. of stories. I love the starts. I'm so excited to hear this fucking story because Jesus, whenever a grandparent story comes in, I'm ready. I'm I'm all fucking ears, bro. When you hear grandparent stories, you know some wisdom and knowledge is about to be fucking dropped. <laughs> That's just every time my grandpa talked to me when I was 10, until I was 10, 11 years old, even now, shit. But like ever since I was like 10, 11, up until that time, because I grew up with them, it was straight. Whenever we had like a talk like this, is straight dropping bombs of knowledge, bro. So yes, I am fucking ready. Thanks. Yeah, that's, that is true, man. That is true. <laughs> that is true. So... <laughs> okay, hold on. okay. So my grandmother, man, I had a conversation with her. Um the other day so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be real with you i'm gonna keep it real with you i bet keep it so the day out that day i called my grandmother um i was kind of low on funds uh just because my wife she needed some money and everything and i needed to send her a few you know a few dollars over and everything like that and then you know i had no money for food and everything you know it's almost payday and everything. I was trying to find some way to flip something that I had or whatever to have some money in my pocket to survive me until I get paid so I can give my wife some more money and then I can get some groceries. Mm. So I was like, Grandma, man, I'm, I'm kind of running low on money real quick. You know, groceries, you know, getting kind of scarce over here, man. About be a, I'm about to be in a famine right now. You know, I, I was being funny or whatever, but right. I was like, Grandma, you know, you know, can you spare a few dollars or whatever? You know, and she's like, of course, you know, I, I got you, I got you. So she went on ahead, you know, got sent me the funds and everything. And when she called me back, she was like, Dom, like uh, uh, Dommy. She called me Dommy is my nickname. She said, Dommy, uh, I want you to know, you know, this this business that you're doing, I'm I'm proud of you. You know, I'm proud of you that you found something that you really love and you sticking with it, you know. And I understand that, you know, you need to it has time. It needs to grow. You know, you have to have time. It's patience in this game that it needs to grow and everything. But I don't want you to get to a point where this shit drains you dry or to a point to where you putting so much money in that you can't even survive. Don't forget you have a son that's coming and that's on the way and everything. And I tell her, yes, ma'am. You're right. You're right. You know, and that's what practicality came into play. You know, I, I, that you, it, I mean, it wasn't it, before then. It did, you know. I was, you know, saving my money, putting it to the side. I put money. Sometimes I had money for myself. Sometimes I put money in my business because I have so much faith in my business, and in the rest, I put, give it to my wife, or you know, my brother may need something, you know. And when she told me that, and I, I was like, I, I just sat there. And th- I was at work, and I just sat there and thought about it, and I was like, she's right, you know. She wasn't telling me to stop what I was doing and give it up. She was just telling me, be practical. If you need the money, if, if you don't have any food and or your wife needs money for the child, she needs money for her and the baby, and you have your business, something has to give. A priority has to be set in line for this shit to happen, you know? Facts. family over everything you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna give to my family before i give to my business i'm sorry i love my business it's my child yes but i have a real physical child coming and a and a wife to take care of you know so i that's what came into play like and that's what it came into play even more when i had that conversation with her Pre- be practical man like you said before if you can afford to do this or if you can't not it comes from affording it and it also comes to like if you can do it you know if you can afford it without starving yourself then go ahead and do it and if you can do it flawlessly and good enough that you can bring in revenue then do it but don't put all your money and i got and that goes back to like your weaknesses don't put so much time on your weakness or don't put money on your weaknesses thinking Mm -hmm. that the more you work on it the more money you're getting back because you might put way more money in your weaknesses, working on your weaknesses than you would getting money out from it. You get what I'm saying? You only get 5% so, back on your investment and it's not worth anything. If you put it in your strengths you can get like fucking a hundred percent back on your strengths, it's going to pay yeah. off in the long run. Yes. So that's, that's, that's practicality, man. Like that's a good, ass, damn, that was really good, bro. That was really good. I, that's a good ass story. Cause like, I don't know. I just, that was damn. That that's I. It's just eye opening because 
there's not a lot of family that can be as real and say some stuff like that to you and you know and you understand and interpret it and and have well one reason why i really i really like resonate with you and i and i like you a lot is because you're you're egoless like you don't have an ego um and i like that a lot and uh and and you didn't take it your grandma saying like you know prioritize as like oh like you think my priorities are screwed up like no like come on like you know people that sometimes like people with e they don't want to just learn you know what i'm saying they don't want to just accept what is and also accept the reality and you know what i'm saying like you understand then you accept reality and sh you now l learned like like you got a real good lesson of practicality right there and it's just you know what I'm saying? A different form, and that's really nice, dude. I, I appreciate the story. I'm glad you shared that because it's just, a, again, another good perspective. And, uh, and you know, like it's just another way of, of another family showing support as well in a different form of, you know, they're not, they're not just going to coddle you. And, you know, it's, t it's a little bit of tough love and at the same time. It's the truth and the reality. And the reality is not always like sunshine. Like you said, it's not always sunshine and rainbows. It ain't always going to be what you like to hear, but it's just practical. It's like the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm glad that mm -hmm. you, I'm glad that you said practicality just cause again, I didn't expect it. And it's just, uh, it was really, really threw me off. That's a really good, um, trait or just this, like a description of entrepreneurship, be practical in what you're doing and always just think real realistically. Don't, don't let your fucking dreams go wild and you not know what the fuck you're actually doing. And like, you know, you get a little carried away with it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, man. Yes, I agree. Agreed. Yes, I agree, man. Anything else you want to say before we uh before we close this off? Uh, for those who are listening right now, um, and I'm a, I say this in on my Instagram stories: be blessed, stay blessed, and be a blessing for others, man. That's all I got to say on that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Thank you very much for coming on, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate the time. I'm glad we finally got to record this. This is going to be going up soon. I, when it, this is going to go up a couple of days from when we record it, so I'm excited. I'm excited to bring the value to you guys and you guys. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed and thank you so much for giving us your time, attention, and ears. Uh, Dominic's uh, Instagram, all of the links, everything that we mentioned is going to be in the description. So if you guys want to check him out, get shoot him a follow. Um, and and I know he's giving, he's doing like this uh, giveaway thing with his followers and. I don't know. Every ten followers, he's giving something. He's giving like a print away. Is that still going on? Yeah, I'm gonna get back on it. Um, I just sent my last one, damn, to Russia. A uh, person from Russia followed me, man. It's crazy. Nice, nice. I feel all across the world, man. Getting exposure everywhere, <laughs> my man. <laughs> I bet. Well, go and shoot him a follow, and uh, you keep up to date with when he's doing giveaways. Thank you so much, man. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys are all having an amazing day, amazing week, and I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Have a great night.